Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. on a Thursday night and you're tuned in to Rip Radio Network, which can mean one and only thing. You got to say something here. I do? Yeah. That this is Chip Chat. All right. Welcome to Chip Chat. I'm your host, Chip. Uh, with me tonight is a, a regional expert, we should say, the Texas Tip. Texas Hello. Tip. Say hi to the people. Uh, they call me Just the Tip. Just the Tip. Just the Tip. <laughs> just the Tip. That was great. All right, uh, we're broadcasting live tonight from the uh, only safe place for members of the media these days, North Korea, where nobody's mailing us any bombs because the post office doesn't work there. Uh, at least their president hasn't recently demonstrated that how he could body slam anybody because he's too fat to body slam anybody. And Trump's not? Yeah. Okay. Apparently he can, he can mime it pretty well anyway. I don't know that he could physically do it. He's an old man. We know that he can slam those cheeseburgers back, so, okay. you know, he can slam All right. something. All right. Yeah. Duly noted. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to have uh, – we have a pack show. We've got a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, Larry's not here to stop me from saying that, so I'm going to say it. Um, as you may or may not know, there's, there's uh, bombs in the mail. Going to all uh, kinds of famous people who hate Trump, so I'm expecting mine probably tomorrow. The tracking number says it should be <laughs> arriving Tomorrow, dude, my phone was blowing up about this all day. I, yeah, blowing up, huh? Yeah, a veritable explosion. Yeah, well, fortunately, I was able to defuse the situation by giving out, you know, some reassuring answers. I'm sure. So, uh, just to be safe, everybody, forward all of your Bed Bath and Beyond coupons to me, and I will make sure that uh, they are safe and and not going to blow up. Uh, okay, so yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're we don't know like what's the up to date stuff. We'll try to get some breaking news if we can. Uh, we're going to have list time. We're going to have rundown. We're going to have chips world. We're going to have the real victim. We're going to have uh, Texas time. Woo! This is when we're going to ask the Texas tip about Texas. Of course. Uh, yep. And we're going to have dude seriously. And, of course, everybody's favorite new segment, Florida or nah, in which we tell you a story, and you have to guess whether this happened in Florida or not. Nah. Oh, it's totally Florida. It's harder than you think. It's totally Florida. <laughs> it could be, but it might not be. You don't know. Um, okay, and so that's what we're going to do. So now, do you know how to do this tagline thing? 
Uh, you are listening to Chip Chat no, on not Rip quite. Radio Network. No, 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 no. no. There's, no? A, there's a thing that goes before that. Oh, this really? is This is where we say, uh, sit back, grab some, and then you say a word, and then mm. I say another random word, and see if we can cause an international uh, business merger like we did okay. with Budweiser and Miller. I see. You see. Yeah, we did that. All right. right. It's, we, have ver- we, we, have, we have verification. We can prove that. Okay. That we said, grab some buds, it's Miller time before they merged, and we recorded that. I see. Yeah. So sit back, grab some Texas Instruments. It's taco time. I almost got it right. <laughs> You're listening to the best show, the only show, Chip Chat on Ripped Radio Network. Yeah. There you go. Chip Chat here on Rip Radio Network. I'm your host, Chip. With me sitting in is the Texas Tip. Say hello, Tip. Hello, Tip. There you go. <laughs> All right, so now we've come to the part of the show that's called List Time. So we're going to give you a list of things. So as everybody knows, uh, the Mooch, Anthony Scaramucci, has a new book, uh, which is very surprising because I didn't know he could write. Mooch. That's right. Uh, he was employed in the White House for less than 12 days and technically was fired before he was officially supposed to start. We miss him. Yet somehow he turned that experience into a book. We assumed it was only 15 pages long, but we were dead wrong. And I looked this up. It's really 304 pages. Lots of pictures. Lots of pictures. He says in interviews that it details a lot of the mistakes he made in that time. And while some of those mistakes are high profile, like, for example, calling Ryan Lizza of the New Yorker, uh, to yell about how much he hates his coworkers and how they're all a bunch of fucking idiots, direct quote, but then he didn't remember to tell him that it was an off-the-record conversation. Kind of a problem. Meanwhile, what was the Mooch's job in the White House? I believe he was communications director. Should have known better. Uh, and uh, so, you know, those ones are high-profile, but we have a list here of lesser-known but very likely, uh, but likely very significant mistakes that the Mooch made while, quote, in office. You want to start this one off, Tip? I will. Okay, so judging by how sexually attracted Donald Trump is to Ivanka and given the Mooch's in-depth knowledge of Donald's choice in women, he referred to the first daughter as Horseface. Oh, yeah, that's a huge mistake. Did not go well. Not not a good look. No. All right. All right, Uh, number two. Next, mistakenly... What? Really? Yep. 
He did this. Mistakenly fed Stephen Miller some lettuce on a day he was supposed to be fed mealworms. Yes. As we know, Stephen well, Miller is I mean, a reptile that lives in the basement of the White House. Well, I mean, I guess mealworms are high in protein. Yeah. Lettuce is just mainly water. So, right. I mean, well, most reptiles need a, a, a balanced diet. Not, not a high-protein diet? They're no. not, like, uh, doing South Beach or something? No, no. That's that's only when they're on the uh, the Atkins for reptiles. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, uh, number three. He drunkenly made a move on Melania, who was extremely surprised to have been found hiding behind the curtains. All right. He suggested to Tiny Hands that Jefferson Beauregard Sessions was really just some misplaced pocket land. I mean, yes. really, who hasn't made that mistake? I mean, he's tiny. He looks a little fuzzy. Right. He fits in your pocket. He I might mean, have blown away in the lent. wind. He could have been Could have been lent. lent. I mean, I've made that mistake. Totally. Okay. The Mooch uh, infamously mistook Chief of Staff John Kelly for former uh, Buffalo Bills QB Jim Kelly and kept asking how it feels to lose so many Super Bowls. John Kelly, of course, has lost only his dignity. What's worse, losing Super Bowls or losing your dignity? I'm going to guess that Jim Kelly is feeling pretty good about himself these days. and even, John Kelly is Even with Chad Kelly, his nephew getting arrested up there in Denver? Eh, he's fine. Ah, he's fine. You're right. It's his nephew. It's not his son. All right. Yeah. All right. Forgot to charge Trump's Chinese tracking device, a.k.a. his iPhone. Yes. Well, now, I mean, look at the As communications side. director, his job was yeah, to make I sure. Mean, charge up the Twitter phone. I mean, yes. yeah. Now, I mean, I, I'll give Trump credit. credit. They've gotten him away from an Android phone, which is somewhat more vulnerable than the iPhone. But the iPhone is, uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they're probably listening to him right now. Yeah, well, they're talking definitely to listening to us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to talk to you about that because we know you know things. Mm, um, things. Yes. Okay, uh, number seven, he referred to Ivanka by his nickname for her, the Cooch. I, you know, I think that's a the mooch and the cooch. I think that's a perfectly legitimate nickname. It's like the moose and goose connection from the old uh, Fox uh, NFL. Uh, right. I mean, it's like the chip and tip connection that there we have go. going on here. It rhymes. So the mooch and cooch. I, I don't see a problem. It there. involves both things that he knows a lot about: mooching uh, you know, and the cooch. I mean, I, I've, of course, you know, I have my own advisory committee of women. You know, the Council on Women Supreme. So uh, yes. we call them the cows. The cows. But uh, yeah, I don't see a problem. They're big fans. Yeah. No. Okay. Go uh, ahead. Number eight. Looked around for the mobile podium that Spicer used to chase reporters around, only to be told it was an SNL prop. He was he was surprised by that. He thought that was real. Also, very surprised to find out Sean Spicer is not actually Melissa McCarthy. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, they could be, you know, kissing cousins, uh, you know, sisters by a different mister, brothers by another mother. I mean, however you want to say it. I, I haven't personally seen Melissa McCarthy among any bushes lately. So I, I don't know. I'm not buying it. Well, I mean, what you know what? I'm just going to stay away from that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. And finally, um, mistake that everybody's made. Oh, yeah. No. Totally. Buying instead of renting. I yeah. mean, just come on. You know. I mean, if you're going to work in the Trump administration, rent. Don't Yeah. Have. You know you're not, your job is I, I mean, while, while real estate in Washington, D.C. is an excellent investment, don't get me wrong, you really you want to be renting. Yeah, yeah. And make sure you've got like that short-term lease or right, or the month to month. Yeah, you know, month to month or one where you don't have to pay a big penalty for getting out because you're going to need it. Yeah, that's right. Twelve days. He lasted twelve days. All right, and then uh, before we get to the break, we do want to talk about the sort of important thing that is happening around here uh, in DMV and and kind of all over the country, which has to do with these bombs. Yes. Okay. Here's what you do need to know is that uh, somebody is sending bombs or at least things that are meant to look an awful lot like bombs 
to various people, all of which are critics of Tiny Hands. That's correct. Like ourselves. Absolutely true. What we don't know is who's sending them, whether they were functional, what the motive is. So anybody who tells you that they know that is full of shit. I'm pretty sure they're not functional because they were able to open some of these packages and they didn't blow up. So if they were functional, somebody did a really bad job. Well, right. So it's possible they're functional, uh, you know, but made by somebody who's not that sophisticated or is pretty stupid. Or they're not functional, but they're meant to be kind of scary. Either way. Maybe they came with instructions, you know, for explosion, please shake. You know, right. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not ideal. Here's what we also do know. Okay. One of these was sent to one Mr. Robert De Niro. True. The Secret Service, of course, has been very involved in this because they got sent to, to Hillary and to Barry O and Joey B. And so, you know, they're, they're worried about this. Uh, Wasserman Schultz got stuff. Holder got stuff. Well, no, the Wasserman Schultz one actually is the funniest it's one. It's a return to sender because it was sent uh, from her address in Florida's. Yeah, in the Floridas, they were... No, Florids. Florids. Oh, is how it was spelled. Uh, yeah. They fat-fingered the well, A in Florida. All of them actually had DWS's return address on yes. them. It's just the one for Eric Holder had the wrong address, so then it ended up back at her district office. So Which she may was, have been part of the plan all along. No, I don't think so. She's done a pretty good job of trying to destroy the Democratic Party all by herself. Oh, that's true. Okay. Now, what we're not sure about is, is the motives, like I said. Or who, who done it. But we know the Secret Service ha had been handling this. And the FBI and, and federal agencies. Well, I mean, obviously it's a false flag operation, Chip. No, it's not. It's obviously Are nothing. Are you sure? We don't know anything. We'll get to Alex Jones later. Don't, don't jump ahead in the script. But here's what we do know. Since the threat against De Niro was made, the Secret Service has decided to back off and, quote, let him handle it. So we're expecting results in the next couple of hours. Now, is this going to be Raging Bull De Niro? Is it going to be Godfather De Niro? You don't need to know. You don't want to know. Don't worry. The problem is will go away. Is it going to be Analyze This De Niro? The problem is going to go away, and don't go looking too hard in any rivers. That's all you got to know. Goodfellas De Niro? It, yeah, that. It's okay. going to be fine. Casino De Niro? Bobby D is on the case. It's all fixed. We can all go about our business and just, like, let it let it alone. So you're telling me in a couple of years we're going to find somebody in an Indiana cornfield? You're not going to find anything. This is Robert De Niro we're talking about. Right. What, is this some sort of hackneyed Ray Liotta nonsense? I'm just asking. You're not going to find shit. Just it's going to be clean. I can promise you that. Leave the gun. Yeah. Take the cannoli. That's right. And don't go digging anywhere in Staten Island. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. And then we'll come back with the rundown and uh, tell you about some other good stuff that's going on in the news. You're listening to Chip Chat here on Ripped Radio Network. Yeah! When everybody around know me, it's kind of hard to keep it low key. When everybody around know me, check. I play the role and be your best friend if you want me. Lately, I've been peeping your vibe, you've been acting phony. You should speak your mind and let me put it all up on you. You my main cheese, girl, yeah, you my lasagna. <laughs> Take your own trips, we should go to California. But you 
been stuck at home, and I'm stuck in my songs. Yeah, you can text my phone, but love in person, girl, you better bring that energy. <laughs> yeah, she's a free Snapchat memories. Do you remember this time, Michael J, smoking on that Mary J? My life, my life, like Mary J. I had to sacrifice just to find a better way. Sometimes you gotta go through hell to see them heaven gates, trying to find the paradise. We from the streets where everybody gambled like a paradise. Yeah. When everybody around know me, yeah, it's kinda hard to keep it low key. When everybody around know me, yeah, it's kinda hard to keep it low key. Alright, welcome yeah. back to Chip Chat here on Rip Radio Network. I'm your host, Chip. With me sitting in is the Texas Tip. That was, of course, our house band, Kiwi in Baltimore, who is not from Baltimore. Uh, but his name is Baltimore. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, that's just actually his name. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, and he lives in Dallas now, which is complicated. <sighs> We're going to talk about Dallas later. No, no. He's, he's still Keyway in Baltimore. He's just, that's just his name. Like, in the same way my name is Chip, it's just my name. Like, it's not a fake thing, like a character. That's just what he's called. Yeah. All right, so uh, anyway, back to the rundown. Now, the rundown is when we tell you about a bunch of stuff that's going on in the news, and uh, here are some selected stories. You mean the things, fake news. The fake news that we think is very important that everybody knows about. Now, we all know that uh, so-called encourages violence, and we know that it's very easy to get from, say, lock her up to blow her up, and, uh, and those people are crazy idiots. But did you know that he encourages other things? I was unaware of this, Chip. Please, a, tell a me Florida more. A Florida man is accused of groping a female passenger while on a flight Sunday from Houston to Albuquerque and later telling authorities that the President of the United States, quote, says it's okay to grab women by their private parts. I mean, this would have been totally fine if he had just taken the left turn at Albuquerque. Right. Bruce Michael Alexander, 49, of Tampa, made his initial appearance in federal court Monday. Why was he in federal court? Uh, because anything that happens on an airplane is a federal offense. Gotcha. Uh, in Albuquerque on a charge of abusive sexual contact. It wasn't immediately clear if he had an attorney. I'm going to guess no because of his defense line of, hey, the president said it's cool. Uh, according to a criminal complaint, a woman told authorities that the man behind her touched her twice and that she told him to stop and asked to change seats. Alexander recalled in a written statement only that the woman in front of him had spoken to him and then changed seats. Sure, likely story. Authorities said that he uh, wouldn't stop touching a woman. He was playing, um, oh, no, this is a different guy. Alexander remains in custody pending a preliminary hearing on a detention uh, hearing scheduled on Tuesday. This marks the second similar incident in the past week that the Albuquerque Journal reported. What the fuck is going on in Albuquerque? Apparently a lot. <laughs> Florida or not just became New Mexico or not. Well, to be fair, the first guy was from Florida. He's from Tampa. Right, but then he went to Albuquerque to do this. Justin Riley Bradford, 29, of Denton, Texas. Oh, geez. All... I'll point out that Denton is dry, so that's probably an explanation. That... The guy had one beer. Got yeah, up. he lost it. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested October 16th. According to the newspaper, authorities said that he wouldn't stop touching a woman, playing footsie with her, and asked her out on a date. The pilot diverted the flight to Albuquerque. So if you want to go to Albuquerque... Apparently, Grope sexual predation yeah. is the way to get there. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So now we want to play you a video. Uh, now, if you're listening on the on the radio, you're going to hear the audio of this. And if you're watching on the on the Facebooks on the video, 
Hopefully you'll get to see the video of this, and we can uh, see it here yeah. on the monitor. There's really nothing better than doing video on radio, Chip. Yeah. I, I got to commend you for that. Right. Well, that's kind of how things work these days. Even NPR uh, has to do things like that now and then. Video and, killed the radio star. Yeah, so. I thought about that song three times today. And, uh, you know, NPR, the much less listened to network, uh, does it, so that means that we can do it. And, of course, the, the president... The president does it all the time, so that means we can do it, too. All right. Speaking of which, have you ever watched his, like, weird Rose Garden videos where he acts like some, you know, kid who's accidentally caught on their mom's cell phone trying to explain things? I He's like, the to... trees over here said that the tax cut was tremendous, bigly, and, and then, you know, that's it. I try to watch as little Donald Trump as possible, but, uh, you know, you can learn some things. You can learn some things. All right, let's go to the video replay here, and let's see what we learned from one Mr. Alex Jones. Well, here it goes. No, no it's, it's, not it's we're working on it. Why is space so cold? Well, it's because there's not any atmosphere for the heat to build up in with any other ions or any other uh, uh, particulate. Uh, and so if you, if you read the heat exchange on something uh, that's like metal or rocks, it has a higher temperature. But it's generally water vapor and atmosphere below the Van Allen radiation belt that concentrates out solar radiation uh, through what is known as the greenhouse effect that allows the heat here. Holy shit. Wow. That was a great fucking answer. You hear it from Alex Jones. Oh, yeah. I have a couple of comments on that. Okay. Uh, one, was that site actually advertised as 15 minutes of news cocaine? Yes. Okay. <laughs> which Good is, to know. Which is 15 minutes less than Chip Chat. Okay. Now serving 30 minutes of, of news, news cocaine. cocaine. Uh, second. Mitch McConnell, please stop calling our show. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine Sec Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> second. I don't want to put too fine a point on this because I'm a pretty smart guy, but I think I'm actually dumber for having watched that video. And while I can afford to get dumber, I don't know if your <laughs> listeners can. No, all three of them are probably really suffering as a result. But I will tell you, so Alex Jones is like a notorious right-wing nut job and uh, as such a climate denier, but yet clearly seems to understand how global warming works. I'm not quite sure where the Van Allen radiation belt works into all of that, because I think he mentioned that and possibly the Kuiper belt, which is made up no, of... No, he mentioned the Van Allen belts, which are the, the uh, uh, magnetic yeah. belts that surround, or field that surrounds the, the Earth mm -hmm. and protects us from a bunch of the cosmic rays, um, which does not play any role in the global warming yeah, that's, that's or, or the greenhouse effect. So I'm not, I'm not sure that Alex totally understands anything, but at least he knows... The idea that the atmosphere traps heat. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about, Chip, let's talk about the real problems facing America and global warming. Let's talk about the real apocalypse that is facing America and Ireland and Britain and Australia and everywhere else that is facing global warming right now. I want you to talk about it. Well, probably Germany, too, although Germany? I, don't, I wouldn't call exactly what they make beer. The price of beer could double under unchecked climate change. Apparently. No. No. Look, if I have to start paying $3 for a PBR, that's going to get outside of my budget. I cannot afford to do that here. I am not paying $3 for the champagne of beers. 
Speaking of which, I haven't been paid for this radio show in nearly three and a half years. So <laughs> I'm waiting for my for my peppercorns yeah. with which to buy this beer. But send yeah. money or send beer, either one, really. So according to uh, the Washington Post here, uh, and this might be the thing that motivated Alex Jones, the uh, the the scientific expert Alex Jones, yeah, who's taught us important things about like gay I think, frogs. Should we call him Professor Alex Jones Professor or Dr. Alex Jones? Alex Jones. Uh, yeah, no, he is a, he is a doctor. He's a proctologist, actually, is what he is. He uses his notes. So uh, anyway, Alex Jones is is right that uh, climate change is a real thing. And uh, we should be very afraid of it, not least of which because it has lasting impacts on all of us here that care about important things like being cool and Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, here's the deal. What about Tobin? Oh, Tobin is very worried. Squee less worried. He's off the wagon. He's, he's, he's a sober guy now. But Tobin, Tobin and PJ, how are we going to get together at Tobin's house and lift weights and drink beer, Chip? Because... How? Well, How? He can still have the beer in the house. He's just not going to drink any of it. Unless, of course, we don't get any. Because barley, which is, you know, one of the three ingredients in beer, uh, is really, really susceptible to changes in climate. And as things get warmer, there will be almost no place to grow barley in the world. Well, now, Mike, Chip, what if, what if science comes up with a barley that will grow in hotter climbs. Then that's probably the result of gay frogs, and we're not going to have anything to do with that. But uh, a team of scientists have gathered uh, in, in China and in the UK and the US to assess what extreme drought and heat events may mean for beer supplies and prices. Um, they have beer in China? Yes, they do. It's uh, called Tsingtao. Yeah, it's not very good. It's not very good. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot like Budweiser, also not very good. And uh, Anyway, so they're trying to figure out what they would do about this, but it's it's not good. Not good. It's not good. Uh, when they, they ran the climate models, they decided uh, that barley yields uh, would be down in 34 world regions uh, and would either produce uh, in all 34 world regions that would either produce or drink a lot of beer. So basically everybody's screwed. So so drink, drink everything you can now is what hey, I'm hearing. Chip. Yeah. Trump's president, we're already screwed. Yeah, no, that's true, but but so far he hasn't hurt beer. Now, I Wait, will say... As what I've, about the uh, aluminum? Um, um, um. Yeah, that's true. Uh, don't worry, the, the Muppet uh, Commerce Secretary told me that this won't directly impact the cost of my beer cans. Well, so. didn't he hold up a can of soup and say it was... He did, he did, because visual aids help when you're so old that you can't see. So anyway... Wilbur Ross, come on our show, you you old man. We're on a thing called radio. It's like a wireless. Marconi invented one. And he's of them. too busy testifying about the census. I'm sure he is. You know, there's a thing called a telegram. It's a telegram. We can send information across you know, wires. I got a telegram for my birthday one time. Did you? Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> well, <laughs> I look really young, don't I? <laughs> yeah, for 107, you're doing great. All right, and finally, uh, in the rundown here, this is some good news. Uh, this actually came from racists in Kentucky. I'm shocked. Actually, it came from New Jersey, I think. New Jersey and Kentucky, both involving racists. Coburo Bull got, don't ask me that name origin Mrs. at all. Mrs. Bull. Uh, got on Facebook and saw several racist, cruel messages. They used the N-word and wished death on her three African-American children. This is going great. Biracial children. She didn't know. No, no, no. In America, it's one drop. You're black. I see. Which, 
Side point here, if white people were smart, they would have done the one drop rule the other direction. Where if you have one drop of white blood, you're white, and thus all of the best receivers in the country are all the great white hope and the best white receivers you've ever seen. Randy Moss, the best white receiver this side of the NFL. Like, that's just how that works. Mm, that Check into the smart. history of slavery. It's great. It's delicious. Very sweet. Lovely. Judge Roy Moore thinks yeah. America was the greatest during it. That's right. Yes. Well, he's fortunately not elected to anything. Anyway, so she got these uh, bunch of N-words thrown at her on the Facebooks. That was cool. She didn't know that the white man who messaged her, who lives in New Jersey... Uh, no, no, he lives in Kentucky. She lives in New oh, Jersey. Oh, she lives in New Jersey, and he and he appeared to live in Kentucky, but he had a gun in his profile photo, because he's from Kentucky, and so she decided to call police in Kentucky, which is an easier thing to do than you might think, because there's four of them. So you just call up Kentucky and be like, hey, Kentucky, put the cop on the phone, and, and they all go, Jed, Jed, pick up the phone. It's and a then, party line. Yeah, then Jed picks up the phone, and, and he's like, what, what can I do for you? And they're like... There's a guy with a gun, and Jed's like, I know. It's Albert. He's right here. You want to talk to him? And they're like, no. He's he's sending hateful messages on the Facebook, which surprised everybody in Kentucky because that they, they had didn't the Facebook. have Facebook. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So uh, anyway, she called Kentucky and said, "There's a bad guy there," and they 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 sprung into action. I was in shock. I was disgusted. I was angry and hurt. Uh, Bull said, little did Bull know that her call and a follow-up police investigation prevented what police say could have been a mass tragedy. On Thursday, after speaking with Bull, Kentucky State Police went to interview Dylan Gerald. Sorry, sorry, Dylan, the other guy in Kentucky that mm -hmm. isn't Jed. Uh, the Lawrenceburg man who allegedly messaged her, uh, police said they found him packing out of the drive or backing out of the driveway with a firearm, a collection of ammo, a Kevlar vest. And a detailed plan to attack local schools. Holy shit. Good catch, Kentucky State Police. This young man had it in his mind to go to schools and create havoc, said State uh, Police Commissioner Rick Sanders. He had the tools necessary and the intent necessary. And the only thing that stood between him and evil, between him and a school doing evil, was law enforcement. Well, And a lady, and in, a lady New in New Jersey. Jersey. Nowhere in this was a good guy with the gun, I'm going to point out. Just a lady in New Jersey with Facebook. She might have had a gun. She might have. It is New Jersey. But Facebook. Also, questions. I didn't know it was illegal to threaten black people in Kentucky. No, no. But he threatened black people in New Jersey. Oh, I didn't That's know it was illegal trick. in Kentucky to threaten black people in New Jersey. I Well, I, I think that there's some sort of interstate commerce rule involved here. He used... Uh, is wire fraud, maybe? I don't know. I mean, he is, he is the cellular network. To... Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to accept that. I just, I'm just a little surprised that it's illegal to threaten Yankees in general in Kentucky. That's true, uh, although Kentucky was uh, in the Union during uh, the war. They were kind of in both They're places. The, yeah, they they had never seceded, yeah. So these, uh, these cases are very complex and often have many sides to them. Oh, many sides. That's going to go well. It's not uncommon for it to take a long time for all the facts to come out. Uh, said the public defender, Amy Robertson. Uh, I ask that you not jump to any conclusions and give me time to do my job. All right. She sounds pretty confident. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me ask a couple of questions here when, when it comes to, you know, waiting for all the facts to come out. Sure. Okay. So the guy had a gun. Yeah, he did. He had a Kevlar vest. Yep. Had 200 rounds of ammunition. Lots of ammo. Had uh, plans of local schools. Yes. 
and he was going there to throw a birthday party? To stand party? around to be the good guy with the gun, presumably waiting to wait for, for the bad guy the bad with the gun. Guy with oh, okay. the gun. Well, and I he mean, just that, wanted to be able that, to outshoot That totally him. tracks. I think he was uh, applying for a teaching position. Well, he brought I mean, his now own we're gun. arming teeth. I mean, yeah. look, I, I, I think that she's got a very winnable case. Yeah. Good luck, public defender Amy Robertson. I'm sure this is what you signed up for when you joined the public defender's office. All right. Uh, you want to take a quick break? Well, sure. Oh, Larry, Larry, Larry King without suspenders, who, okay, yeah, who is on Larry. assignment setting up Chip Chat West, has chimed in from afar. We're, we're going to get this off the teletype. Chip is wearing a very... Yes. It's a Panama hat, I yeah, believe. It's this this uh, shirt uh, is specifically designed to send the message of uh, go fuck yourself, Donald Trump. This is my country, and we don't like you. Uh, this hat is meant to send the message of I got it for $3 at Primark, which is the greatest store on the planet. You should all go to Primark. There's only one of them in the entire United States, and it's in the Staten Island Mall. Are they a sponsor? No, they are not, but hopefully they will be. For $37, Primark, you can buy one of everything. That's how Primark works. It's great. I love it. All right, you want to take a break? Sure, why not? All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to play the real victim game. Oh, I love this game. All right, uh, you're listening to Chip Chat here on Ripped Radio Network. With a tip. Most niggas trying to smoke weed and go and chase the ladies. For me, I'm on a grind because I'm trying to be the greatest. Somebody hit Spike Lee and movies in the making. I'm in the third wall, most of y'all up in the matrix. Even if I break my hands, I'm trying to make another hit. Motherfucker, the government, no niggas out to hustle. Checks gon' cover the gap yeah. I fought this home, my mother be gone I raised myself to raise some cowards Fuck the world I'm trying to handle business while I'm still breathing living yeah. I got a lot of reasons why I'm trying to get a million yeah. Young black, it book smart, it's black brilliant The niggas gon' hate and the bitches gon' feel him yeah. Where my real women at? Where my real niggas at? It's time for a change and I'm praying for tomorrow All I see is sorrow, everybody feel my pain It's been 300 years and they still call us niggas Niggas try to hide the culture then take it, you white killers. Yeah. If you falling for a white girl, you will sell out my nigga. Yeah. Never sell out my niggas. Yeah. I tell myself for my niggas. Yeah. I'm a black king. Black I need king. a black queen. Black I got a black dream. Yeah. Just dream. like a Martin King. Yeah. Suck my dick, Mr. White Man Dog. I'm screaming yeah. in my verses, yelling in my chorus. Yeah. Even white boys wanna be hood. What the fuck is going on? Somebody tell me what's good. When did we allow it? When did we start doubting? You hear me screaming, shouting. If they wanna take the culture, gotta pay the profit. I need some money in my people's pockets. We need conversation. Let's change the conversation. I don't think they like the topic. I can see them hating. I'm just being honest. Y'all blind to the corporate Satan. This is all knowledge. We need our own business. We need our own college. We need our own lawyers. We need our own doctors. I ain't have a father, so I look up to the Street niggas, what you wanna be, nigga? Just a free nigga, mental slave, American made. When would it take for us to realize the shit is brave? One big graveyard, and they want us to lay. We watch and kill our brothers off and tell our mothers to pray. The pants is and money trying to sell us fake. Wait, hold on, I'm straight. I'm straight. No matter what you do, everybody gon' hate. I'm straight. Chip Chat here on Rip Radio Network. I'm your host, Chip. With me is the Texas Tip. Say hi, Tip. Hi, Tip. Hi, Tip. That's funny. Okay, so now we're going to go to a segment that's called The Real Victim. Oh, I love this segment. The Real Victim is a segment in which we're going to talk about some people 
Uh, and then you and I are going to have to figure out who the real victim in all of these instances are. Well, I think I've read ahead in this one. I have some very strong That's thoughts good. about who the real That's victim good. is. That's good. That means you did your prep. Yeah. Uh, so Culture and I invented this game uh, a little while ago, and uh, and we think it's brilliant. So we're going to keep this up as long as uh, until somebody tells us not to. Okay. Who's going to tell you not to? Nobody. That's who. It's my radio show. I mean, other than your wife. She doesn't listen to this show. I know. Yeah. Like most people. Okay. So uh, we're going we're gonna to start by telling a story here. This is a real news story um, uh, involving real people, which is hard to fathom when I tell it to you. It's so amazing. A senior official at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Pause. Their job is to represent and care for veterans of the United States. Better still, this guy is in the office of promoting veteran and minority-owned businesses. Minority-owned businesses, yes. Uh, small and disadvantaged business utilization is the name of his office. Okay, so remember, their job is to care for American veterans. Yes. Not people who fought against America. Just well, to be I mean, clear about you know, that. I, uh, look, Komasi uh, Komasa, who's a veteran of fighting for America? I mean, there have been lots of places named America. The United States of America. Uh, what's that other one? Canada? No. There's only one. You see this shirt? This shirt doesn't say Mexico. Or He's colored. Well, it does on the, Canada. On the inside. Yeah, pro no, it says Indonesia. I checked. Okay. And it's, hey, those children make great stuff. All right. So anyway... A uh, Department of Veterans Affairs uh, official said he removed a portrait of, brace yourself, the KKK's first grand wizard from his Washington, D.C. office after offended employees began signing a, position, a petition to present to VA Secretary Robert Wilkie. For Not the after they record. asked him to do it, only after they started right. Yeah, yeah, after they started. For the historical record, that man is General Nathan Bedford We Forrest. haven't got to that yet. Uh, David J. Thomas Sr. is Deputy Executive Director of the VA's Office of Small and Disadvantaged Business Utilization, which certifies veteran-owned businesses seeking government contracts. His senior staff is, wait for it, mostly African-American. Really? Thomas said he took down the painting Monday after a Washington Post reporter, a reporter, explained that its subject, Nathan Bedford Forrest, was a Confederate general and slave trader who became the KKK's first figurehead in 1868. Hashtag fake news. He said he was unaware of Forrest's affiliation with the hate group, which formed after the Civil War to maintain white control over newly freed blacks through violence and intimidation. This is still the news story I'm reading. I didn't write this. A basic Google search of Forrest's name returns various biographies detailing his role in the Confederacy and the white supremacist strains of its aftermath. Google. Quote, it was just a beautiful print that I had purchased and I thought it was very nice, Thomas said. He said he knew Forrest only, quote, as a southern general in the Civil War. Full stop. That a traitor to the United States. Well, to be fair, they were the Confederate States of America. Maybe they're veterans, too. Not of the United States. Right. That's not his job. Uh, well, you know, but it was a nice painting. 
It was a nice painting, a print of really a nice, nice painting, yeah. And he kept, he, one of those he kept shows. the portrait in his basement before decorating a new and larger office in VA's administrative headquarters a few months ago. So he, he moved up to a nicer office. He's like, you know what I think would go great here? A picture of a Confederate general who may or may not have started the Klan. You know what I decorate my house with? Klan uh, pictures? No, no, no. And, and basically, this is just the bathrooms. I make sure every bathroom has a picture of dogs playing poker. It's very important for my decor. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense because, you know, that's classy. Well, yeah. But, uh, what? I look. Uh, why are you looking at me to defend this? He's from the VA, not Texas. No, you're from Texas. It's kind of similar. Thomas, who has worked at VA since 2013 as a civil servant employed by the federal government, not a political appointee. He wasn't even a Trump guy. He's a career dude. Like, I would expect this from a Trump official. I'm going to be like, well, yeah, the Trump guy put up the Klan picture. Well, yeah, of course the Trump guy put up the Klan pictures. He likes to see his buddies while he's at work. But no, this guy was like, has been there since 2013. You know, I feel like this is probably a bad time to mention this, but uh, uh, the tips uh, mom and dad uh, went to see the commemorative Air Force show over the weekend. Yes. The commemorative Air Force is, of course, you know, what they used to call the Confederate Air Force before, you know, that became kind of not allowed. Point of fact, the Confederacy died in 1865. The first airplane didn't fly until 1903. To be fair, I believe that he was a ranking officer in both the Confederate Air Force and the Confederate Navy, as well as being a... Who was? You know who. Wilbur Wright? No. The Bill Turney. Oh, that's a different issue. Hmm. We'll talk about him later. He's also a Tennessee squire. He has to answer for a lot of questions. Anyway, um, so here's the question. Who's the real victim in this? Well, as tempted as I am... To make the real victim Nathan Bedford Forrest, who has been, <laughs> through no fault of his own, drawn into this controversy. Yes. You know, a totally innocent bystander. Had nothing now, to do with this. Nothing to do with this. Never now intended to offend any of these people. Now at the center of this. Yeah. I have to say it's probably the dude's wife who told him that it was a nice painting and a nice print and maybe he should take it to the office. You she's think probably the real victim. She's the real victim because he's going to go home and take it out on her? Right, right, because he's going he's gonna to go home and tell her, honey, that was terrible, I'm never listening to you again, and that will just, you know, she's never going to get a word in edgewise. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess a guy who's, who likes uh, pa paintings of the Klan doesn't listen to his wife. Well, I, I think he picked it out with her help. That's possible. All right. So you know who the real victim is? Um, so it's not Nathan Bedford Forrest? It's not. It's the maintenance staff here at this at the VA because, you know, they're the ones that have to take the painting down and then probably put up yet another Confederate painting that this guy's got in his basement only to be told a few weeks later, hey, man, take that shit off your wall again. And then have to do this over and over until this guy finally gets fired. Well, I mean, I just want to make this very fair and equitable offer to, what is this guy's name again? David Thomas Sr. Dear uh, Mr. Thomas, uh, my Senior. Senior. My Twitter handle. David J. Thomas. J, David J. Thomas Sr. Yes. My Twitter handle, at Gravylicious13, is, is open and ready. I've got an extra portrait of dogs playing poker. I think it would make a lovely addition to your office. It's very classy, very classy, very classy, tremendous. Can, it, it's tremendous. Uh, we could have that. We could have that. I can drop it off at the VA on my way in uh, to work. Uh, 
it's it's ready to go. It's it, I don't know how big it needs to be. It's not very big. You know, it might be a it big. It still wall. means the maintenance staff is the victim here because they're the ones that have to hang it up. Well, I mean, it's already got a hook in the wall. Can't he just take it down? And yeah, then... yeah. Well, no. Clearly, he's not capable of doing anything complicated. All right. So now we know about all these bomb threats going on and stuff like that. Bombs have been mailed to to Hillary and uh, and George Soros mm -hmm. for whatever reason, and uh, and a bunch of other places. So who's the real victim of these bomb threats? Um, let's see. I believe the real victim is probably the poor and innocent right-wing militias who just want to get together and love Trump and hate foreigners. And have and, sex with their guns. Yes. They are the real victims They're being here. maligned These people unfairly are being unfairly here. maligned when everyone knows that this was just a false flag operation yes. by Antifa. Yeah, that, that makes pretty good sense. The real victim, of course, is uh, the fine folks at the Home Depot that sold all of this equipment to this, you know, crazy You don't guy. know that. It could have been Lowe's. Could have been Lowe's. I'm kind of doubting it. Yeah, the, 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 you know, okay, let's just stop. Yeah. These, these bombs are apparently made out of PVC. Now, I'm not going to say how I know this, but I'll tell you that PVC uh, as a casing for a quote-unquote pipe bomb doesn't work as well as you might hope, and it's not worth saving the money. Just go get, you know, like a... Yeah, uh, I mean, go go top shelf, get metal. It turns into shrapnel when the bomb blows up. It's a much better way to black hurt iron pipe. And it screws people. together. It, yeah. It's just you know more pressure. It's, it's really the quality kind of stuff you want for this job. Yeah, I mean, you know, the we're the, not advocating that anybody does that. By the way, we want to be very clear about that. But the real victim here is the guy who works in the plumbing aisle at Home Depot, who gave terrible advice. Yeah, to our he bomber. was like, oh, well, sure, you could go full, you could go high dollar. You know and use how the it metal, works is you're or, in there and they're like, so what do you trying to do because they always want to know what your project is and you're like well i'm trying to you know um contain a substance to mail to hillary and they're like oh well pvc should do it and then, you know thanks ted and yeah. then you know that was it and poor ted in aisle four is like got his hands all over this shit all right um as people may know uh the purdue boiler makers of uh boiler up yep hammer down Beat the shit out of Ohio State over the weekend. In Are what we can allowed to curse on this show? Yes. Holy uh, shit. What? Ohio State is a band. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll be clear about this. Ohio State is a word that nobody should have to hear, and and I and I'm sorry for having used it. But yeah, Ohio uh, took a, a whooping, much like an assistant coach's wife. Like they got beat. Yeah, they got beat as badly as Urban Meyer's future. It was I think atrocious. His yeah. They got beaten down bad, worse than his reputation. Yeah, they got beat about as bad as his fake heart attack in Florida. So who is the real victim of Purdue's massacre of Ohio? All the people who bought pro-Urban Meyer merchandise and, you know, that said, you know, Urban Meyer, our only coach forever and ever. Sure, that doesn't sound like that's very many people, but that sounds no, like No, no, no. Did you see all those protests when he got suspended? That was a lot of people. Who was protesting Urban Meyer getting suspended? There were a bunch of OSU fans protesting Urban Meyer getting suspended. Well, it's saying, nice to know who they are so we can put them on some sort of a watch list for when they beat their wives. Okay. Duly Jesus noted. Christ. No, who's the real victim? Um... Obviously, the Indiana Hoosiers, who are the other team in Indiana that didn't get to take place in this beatdown. Well, that's true. 
What a disaster. Fuck Ohio. Six ways from Sunday, fuck Ohio. Like, uh, I'm so happy. This made my weekend. We beat the shit out of Sparty, and, and the Redskins beat Dallas, and Ohio lost badly to an unranked team that is constantly in threat of being relegated out of the Big Ten. And, and yet, yeah, that was a great weekend for me. Yeah, well, you know, the, there is another team in the state of Indiana. What, Notre Dame? They're yeah. not in the conference, so who cares? Well, I mean, they should be in the conference. Yeah, but they're not. That's their fault. They don't get an automatic bid to any playoffs, you dummies. And what about the Indiana State University Sycamores? Get the fuck out of here. Is Dude, there, what? The Indiana State University Sycamores. The, guy, the team that played against Michigan State in the greatest NCAA don't basketball game. Kentucky by accident? Greatest like, basketball game of all be? time because Larry Bird went to Indiana State because he thought uh, Bobby Knight was a jerk. Well, that's clearly obvious, but that... What? No. All right, next on the list. <laughs> Trump accused the people of Puerto Rico of using hurricane relief funds to pay off their debts. Who is the real victim in this? <sighs> Hang on, let me think about this one for a minute. Western Union? No, the answer, the answer, of course, is bounty. Because nobody, not even a predatory bank, will take paper towels as fucking payment on the loans. And that's all Trump gave the poor people of Puerto the Rico. The 90s were a hell of a decade, though, man. You could have bought a house with paper towels that's the way they true. were approving people for Yeah, they loans. were. But, you know, it's not the 90s anymore. Puerto Rico should learn that. Okay. Uh, Kmart slash Sears. Kmart owns Sears. I don't know if anybody knows that. Filed for bankruptcy. Uh, this week, who's the real victim? Um, anyone who still shops at those stores. I, I resemble that remark. Uh, I, no, the real victim, of course, is J.C. Penney's, who now doesn't have anybody else to blame or point at and go, at least we're not them. All the manufacturers of blue lights are now completely out of business no, no, because no. there's nobody who wants to buy a blue no, light. No, no, no. They still got Popo. No, they have like LEDs and shit on their light bars now. They don't need right, but they get the, them them BS security guard cards that have. They, oh no, know. they have yellow lights. Well, they have yeah, but have they might lights. get a blue light in there to make them look like they popo. Yeah, you they're not allowed somebody. to. That's mm. that's a thing. All right, and finally, on who's the real victim? Uh, the Red Sox are up two games to none on the Dodgers. Who is the real victim? The Houston Astros. Of course, that that was a given. That was that was a freebie. I I, I threw that in for you. All right, you want to take a break? Sure, let's take a break. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back with Chips World. You're listening to Chip Chat here on Ripped Radio Network. Texans are beating the Dolphins. <laughs> the Brock and Roll Show. It's the rose in the concrete. Squirt. 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 Yeah. Squirt. yeah. Most niggas trying to smoke weed and go chase the ladies For me, I'm on the grind because I'm trying to be the greatest Somebody hit Spike Lee, a movie's in the making I'm in the third wall, most of y'all up in the Matrix Even if I break my hands, I'm trying to make another hit Motherfucker, the government, no niggas out to hustle A fuck food stamps and checks, don't cover the gap A fuckless home, my mother be gone I raised myself to raise some callous, fuck the world I'm trying to handle business while I'm still breathing living I got a lot of reasons why I'm trying to get a million Yeah, Young black and 
book smart, it's black brilliance. The niggas gon' hate and the bitches gon' feel him. Where my real women at? Where my real niggas at? It's time for a change and I'm praying for tomorrow. All I see is sorrow. Everybody feel my pain. It's been 300 years and they still call us niggas. Niggas try to hide a culture and take it, you white killers. If you fallin' for a white girl, you a sell out my nigga. Never sell out my niggas. I tell myself for my niggas. I'm a black king. All right, welcome back to Chip Chat here on Rip Radio Network. I'm your host, Chip. With me is the Texas Tip. Tip up. There you go. Uh, we're going to have to get you like a variety of catchphrases with that name. This is like, you know, leave the tip, just the tip. Tip up. Tip up. Tip Tip your hat. Yep. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah no tip no for tip you. No tip for you. That's right. I, I mean, just the tip is the obvious. Yeah, well. Yeah. If if I left or the ladies for sure. If I left the show, the show would be called Tip Chat. Just the tip, dummy. Jesus Christ! Well, I just no, no, told no, no, you no. how the joke no, was no, going to no, work. No, 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 because I wouldn't want to change the name of the show from Chip Chat to Just the I Tip. I can't write the joke I, for you no, and no, deliver no. the joke for you. I want to be able to build on your audience. If they hear Tip Chat, they'll think it's still no, Chip Chat. None of the three of them are going to care. Well, I'm trying to retain Nobody the listens audience. to this show. Look, I'm building a brand. You here. are the audience of this show. <laughs> yeah, me and the misshapen turnip. Yeah, you and the turnip. All I right. hope the turnip's listening. I I guarantee not, but he will tomorrow when it shows up in his iTunes feed. Yeah. All right, so uh, now we've come to the part of the show that's called Chips World. Uh, normally, I I read an essay here, and I've got an article or beginning of an article, and then a little bit of a thing that I wrote. But we do want to actually take advantage of the fact that the Texas tip here is a bit of an expert at something, not just Texas. I was about to say, are we? Can we talk about that even on the radio? Yes. Okay. It's well, not I mean, that thing. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. The other thing. Oh, the other thing. Well, yeah. No, I. The tip. The tip knows tech. The tip knows tech. So we're going to ask the tip about so tech. Tech oh. tips with tip. There, what? Jesus, that's a... <laughs> wow, I'm glad you're here. I couldn't have said that. All right, when, when President Trump... Oh, Jesus, I can't believe we called him that. Um, when the dangerous pumpkin, which is... I'm not making this up. My two-year-old yeah. refers to Trump as the dangerous pumpkin. Shout out to TC. And says it all the time. Daddy, dangerous pumpkin? <laughs> she sees him on TV. I'm like, yes, dangerous... What's he doing? She asked. It's so cute when the witness talks. And I and I and and she said, "Is he talking?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "What's he doing?" I said, "Destroying the republic." And my wife hit me. That was. <laughs> she said, "That's don't teach." This her is that. how a lot of the interactions go in Chip's house. By yeah. the way, I've I've been there. I've seen she, it. She said, "Don't teach her that." All right. So when when the dangerous pumpkin calls old friends on his on one of his iPhones to gossip, gripe. I'm assuming mostly gripe or solicit their latest take on how he's doing. Hannity. Mm -hmm. American intelligence reports indicate that Chinese spies are often listening and putting to use invaluable insight into how to best work the president and affect administration policy, current and former American officials said. Full stop. We know this because this is apparently alarming the people in the security apparatus, and they wanted us to know that this is happening. So they called the New York Times and were like, hey, this is happening. He's still using his unsecured iPhone. Okay. Mr. Trump's aides have repeatedly warned him that his cell phone calls are not secure, and they have told him that Russian spies are routinely eavesdropping on the calls as well. But aides said the voluble president, ugh, who has been pressured into using his secure White House landline more often these days, 
has still refused to give up his iPhones. Why does he have lots of them? Well, so that's actually a really good point here. So okay. he has one i I think he has one iPhone that's completely secure that he hates to use because it has no contacts in it. Right. And there's zero chance he remembers a nine or ten digit phone number. Right. He has a second iPhone that has no cellular service and that is only authorized on secure Wi-Fi networks like those on Air Force One or so the White House. So he uses that as his phone book. That, that's no, that's the Twitter machine. Okay. Then he's got a third iPhone, and also unsecured, just like the, the Twitter machine one. The third one is unsecured, but it has all his contacts in it. So he can just, you know, hit Mooch and call the Mooch, or hit Hannity and call Hannity, which he can't do from the secure iPhone. He's got to go over to the it insecure iPhone. It doesn't say iPhone. Hannity. It says Boo. And he calls his, and then Hannity picks up. Right. Yeah. But he would have to go to the unsecure iPhone, look up Hannity's phone number, type that into the secure iPhone, and make the call on that. Plus, he says the secure iPhone just doesn't sound as good. It doesn't feel as good. What? It's 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 not. Is as it good. too big for his hands? He can't hold uh, it. I don't know. That's it might what be a it plus. is. It's it one of those plus. pluses. Okay. Um, Jesus Christ! Really? Really? White House officials say that they can only hope that he refrains from discussing classified. Oh, Jesus Christ! Well, th th that was the best part. Doesn't he use his? Didn't he? Wasn't he holding one when he was actually, talking about North Korea at Mar-a-Lago and he's using actually, it as a flashlight? Actually, so there are a couple of bright sp spots here. Wait a minute, before you explain the bright spots here, <laughs> um, Mr. Trump's use of his iPhones was detailed by several current and former officials who spoke on condition of anonymity so they could discuss classified intelligence-sensitive security arrangements. The official said. They were doing so not to undermine Trump, but out of frustration of what they considered the president's casual approach to national security. They're like, Jesus Christ, we told this guy stop telling the Chinese everything. But you know her how emails. I know this is true? But her emails. But her emails. You know how I know this is true? Because I called the carryout three days ago, and when I went to go pick up my food... They were like, did you know that there's a new tariff coming? And I was like, wait a minute, how did you know that? And they're like, our cousin, I mean, never mind. And that was, I was like, oh, shit, this is real. Yeah, the guys at the Hong Kong carryout always have the latest dope. They always know what's up. All right, All right so explain to me news. the bright spots in there's, this. There's some bright spots here. One, he's no longer using an Android device, which would be even more vulnerable to hacking than the iPhone. Because? The software's not as locked down. Okay. Good. It seems to make a huge difference. The Chinese are able to listen to literally well, anything but, but, he I says. Mean, the, they can turn it on when it's in his pocket and listen to him talk about anything he wants. Look, I'm not going to say what three-letter agency I've seen pick someone out of a crowd. It was me. I volunteered and basically turned my work cell phone into a fully owned piece of property of that three-letter government agency. But I've seen that happen. We have the capability. The Russians have the capability. The Chinese have the capability. Probably everybody above Uganda has the capability because you can pretty much purchase this on the open you market You can definitely now. get it. It's an app in the Android market. I have it. It's called Listen to the Idiot Talk Into His Pocket. Right, but in the iPhone app It's store, 99 cents on the Apple. It's in, free in, on Android. No, no, no. They don't have it on Apple because they do a little more curation of their apps. Not much. But a little. I'm okay, going to have to teach so, you what a joke is. Yeah, well, I'm I'm here for that. You're killing me. Right? I am killing you. All right. But you're go killing on. It. What's the other thing? Okay, so there's some other bright spots. 
Uh, two, the Russians actually aren't spying on him uh, as much as the Chinese Well, they are. don't have to because he just calls them and tells them everything. Well, they're actually less worried about trying to listen to him because uh, they feel he likes Putin. Because and he's he already tells kind of, them everything anyway. And he's kind of in their pocket. Yes. No, that, that, so the Russians probably aren't listening to his conversations. Who so cares? Somebody who shouldn't be. Is listening to these. All right. Now, third, third, third we bright got another, spot. We got another. The, the final bright spot. Yes. Now, the final bright spot is that we're not as worried about Trump uh, revealing classified information because they don't tell him anything important. Well, not exactly. Because he's too stupid to understand what's important and what's not. That's not it either. If because they, he doesn't know how to read the briefings and therefore never finds out the information. It's more of, of that one. Since he hey! doesn't actually, since he doesn't actually read any of the memos they give him, it's very unlikely that he's passing along very much classified information. The more disturbing part about this is that the Chinese are listening into his phone calls with his friends and with Hannity and stuff. Yeah, and and, and guys like. Uh, What's his name? The guy who runs Newsmax, Chris something or other? I don't care. Yeah. Anyway, they're listening into those phone calls, and they're gaining valuable insight on what the president responds to and how he thinks. But more importantly, they're taking people that he calls who they know are friendly to their position, and they're pressuring the friends of those people to call those people and tell them to be more they're trying to. They're the feeding Chinese him information. Position. Yeah, they're feeding and information in the feedback those, loop to this. Right. And so... In that manner, they're using the friends of the friends to feed information to the friends who will then feed it to the president who will believe it because it came from his friends and not like, say, the CIA. The bright spot here is that Trump's vocabulary consists of only seven or eight words. And so the trick for the Chinese code breakers here is to figure out how many biglies equal a tremendous. And if they can figure that out, it's like cracking the Enigma and the Navajo code talkers all at once. That's actually a, a highly classified uh, federal government secret. Right. Okay. Not only is Trump dangerous and mean, but he is reckless and careless. His ignorance and inattention are the stuff of jokes and are, are, are funny, but this kind of ignorance is a kind that is dangerous and may actually get all of us killed. The Chinese or any potential adversary, knowing the movements and thoughts, such as they are, of our supreme leader could give them an edge in potential conflict or just something with which to embarrass him. It seems evident from the allegiance he has to Russia that he is very susceptible to blackmail, and opening himself up for more of that same kind of blackmail could have him not just cuddling President Xi, but perhaps doing worse. Think of the implications as Trump rapidly accelerates a trade war that has so far yielded only victims and no winners. If the Chinese had something on him that they could use, think that they would use it to end the trade war and restore the status quo and put Caterpillar back in the black? Fuck no! Or they will use it to further their own interests against ours, to claim vast tracts of, of space in the ocean, which they keep doing by building fake islands, or to make the case to ease sanctions against North Korea. Or any number of other really crazy things that they could figure out if they can blackmail the guy. Well, there's also another downside to the trade war. You know, the $12 billion agricultural yeah, relief blah, package. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. No, That's hang not on, the hang thing. on, hang on, hang on. No, that, this, How many the, iPhones does that buy? Well, the $12 three. billion dollar agricultural... $12 billion dollars buys three just, iPhones. Just wait, let me finish this for a second here, Chip. So the $12 billion agricultural relief uh, package, you know who's eligible for that? Smithfield, the pork producer. Yeah. You know who owns Smithfield? The Chinese. Right. 
So and we're paying Smithfield because they've lost sales to China, but we're actually just paying the Chinese for losing sales to themselves. That sounds fair. I got in a fight with a Saudi guy on Twitter this week uh, because, you know, they're killing all of their journalists. And uh, he said some stuff that didn't make sense. And I told him, like, whatever, dude, I'm going to go watch baseball and eat bacon. And I felt like that was a pretty good comeback. Uh, so if this means I'm getting my bacon, I don't give a fuck about that. If it makes the Dodgers win, I'll be even happier. I think you're stuck with the mass holes. All right. Yeah. And I want to be clear about this. I normally root for the AL on my family's Dodgers uh, people. I'm rooting against the, the Red Sox uh, in particular, not because I don't like them as a team. Nobody on this planet can stand Boston fans of any kind. Boston fans are the worst. They were better when they were lovable losers like the exactly. Cubs fans. Do not they were never lovable. Do not give do not give Boston people anything to be proud of because you'll never hear the end of it. We're going to be in like the year 3337 and they're going to be like Hey, you remember that time that the Sox beat the shit out of the fucking Dodgers? No and ma. They, and they, yeah, no ma won them in the World Series. They're like, no ma was retired for 15 years. Don't went, whatever. No ma won the World Series and it beat the fucking Dodgers. And Tom Brady's still playing. Man, shut the fuck up, man. Big fucking Seriously. poppy. Shut the fuck up, Boston. Jesus Christ. Can we give them back to the British? Like, please. Take them, England. I know you're about to Brexit. Well, you need some other Irish minute, people to kick minute, around since you minute. won't have Northern Ireland anymore. What Take if, fucking Boston with you. What if we did this? Remember how Maine used to be part of Massachusetts? That's true. What if we rescinded that and made Massachusetts part of Maine so they could no longer be, you know, massholes? They'd be Mainers. Yeah, that wouldn't fix anything. I think it'd humiliate them. Can we give them to Canada? Canada has to take them, right? Canada can't say no. We'll be like, Canada, hey, these guys are yours. And they'll be like, sorry, yeah, I guess we got to take them. You yeah, know? they and have then a much it. better refugee law. Yeah, they're, that's right. Yeah, they're, <laughs> We're applying for asylum from Massachusetts. Yeah. That's what we're doing here in the rest of the country. We're going to build the wall. Build the wall around Massachusetts. And probably half of Connecticut, too, just to be sure. And that, that'll encapsulate that little bit of Rhode Island that nobody likes. That's all of it. And then just, you know, we're, we're good. Like, the rest of, of New England, like, it's fine. It's got mountains and nice people and ice cream. Have you been to upstate New York? Yeah, my oh, mom's yeah, from have. there. Oh, okay. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's lovely. It's nice and cold. There's good curling. It's full it's of people nice from deli. New York. Yeah, it's well, but the right part of New York. Yeah, not, sure. not New York City. All right. Anyway, that was, that was Chip's World. Okay. Should we take a break? I think we should. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and ask a lot of things about uh, Texas. Which Excellent. is not Massachusetts. You're I'm listening excited. to Chip Chat here on Ripped Radio Network. Yeah! <laughs> I think she called out my name. I think the bitch lost her mind, called out my brain. Uh, it's time to rep, rep, and change. None of these little faggy bitches is really in my lane. No! I murder everything on the fucking track. All these bitches whack, that's a fact. Get the fucking stack. I multiply it, then I bring it right back. All you bitches better bow down, get intact. Yeah! I'm the man. Keep a fucking band. Everything I Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I got it. So y'all thought y'all was gonna sneak this That's and I wasn't gonna come back. Woo! Drop that shit. Ah! I am blessed in the fucking lane. No, I'm really just the best in the fucking game. Tell these niggas what they hell up and see me then. I got a problem, I'ma meet you where we in the bin. I'm talking fight out. Niggas on the Friday 13th when the sky out. I'ma give them hype out, no hype out. Let that lunch out, get the lunch out. And when I see that little faggot bitch, I'm gonna punch out. You know my name, bitch. All right, welcome back to Chip Chat here on Rip Radio Network. I'm your host, Chip. With me is the Texas Tip. Howdy. Now, that was not Keelane Baltimore. That was Icon Jason, who we had on our show uh, weeks ago back in the old studio. And uh, and we're still waiting for that song to become a hit. And when it does, we're going to take full credit for it. Oh, it's a huge hit. Yeah, it's, a, it's quite a song. Anyway... Uh, all right, so now we've come to a, a new segment. This is called Texas Tip Time. Indeed. And so we're going to ask you questions about Texas. Okay, fire away. Because you know that's a common thing they say in Texas. Yes. Because they all have guns. Correct. Okay. The first question that we have about Texas, what exactly does an armadillo taste like? Well, now, I've not had armadillo myself, and I will remind you that other than humans, armadillos are the only creature that can get leprosy. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> so I'm not big on touching the old armadillo. I'm, I'm glad that they teach that kind of thing in Texas. Leprosy yeah. still exists. Leprosy still exists. They have some medicines, and they still have some leper colonies, but, you know. Anyway. And in Ireland, they have leprechauns. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, That was goddamn funny. Armadillo is good. You fry it up. It tastes like chicken. What in Texas can you not fry? I know the answer. I have it written down here. Your gun. Uh, ammunition. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I you mean. You better not fry your ammunition. I mean, I got a recipe for a deep-fried stick of butter. Right. That's an Iowa specialty, too. Well, I mean, the, trip is, the trick is to freeze the freeze butter. Freeze the butter, first. of yeah. course. Yes. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Texas famously gets to write all the history books for the rest of the country. Why should we stop remembering the Alamo? You, you shouldn't. Well, I, it's out of the books. Texas has decided to no longer uh, talk about the Alamo. They deny the Alamo's existence. Everybody in San Antonio is very upset uh, because they feel like they don't exist anymore. Why should we forget the Alamo? Well, first, let's talk a little bit about the Texas State Board of Education, yeah. which are the people who, who approve these textbooks. Let's just not use that term, people, loosely. Yeah, like okay. That. So the Texas State Board of Education are elected, and... Um, to say that uh, by Texans, we by, should, by Texans, yeah, and, and and to say that they are candidates of the quality of uh, Sharon Angle of Nevada, or who uh, famously wanted to trade chickens for health care, right? Or um, that's true. Or uh, Todd Aiken of Missouri, who said that women can shut down uh, pregnancies if they're raped because that's or, a thing they can do with their magical bodies. Um, the lady bodies. from Delaware, what was her name? Who said that she wasn't involved in witchcraft, despite being clearly involved in Correct. witchcraft? All of, of those uh, candidates O'Donnell? would be... Yeah, Christine O'Donnell? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All of those candidates would be an improvement, more or less. <laughs> nice. Uh, for the Texas State Board so of Education. So what's the deal with the Alamo? The deal with the Alamo is that, you know, 
I, I feel like we, we, we kind of, we want to remember the Alamo, but we want to remember it as a victory. And it's really hard. But it wasn't a victory for it's Texas. It's really hard to remember a victory where everyone died on your side. Right. So we're kind of, you know, massaging the data a little bit. There's still an Alamo. It's still a, a nifty place. It's um, not even the real Alamo. Well, part of it is the real Alamo. Oh, okay. Uh, the actual Alamo itself was much larger. This is just like the chapel that was inside the walls of it's the It's like a Disneyland version of the Alamo. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah. I mean, you know. Okay, so the cry is, of course, remember the Alamo. Correct. And which also, is supposed to make you try to remember the loss at the Alamo and thus fight harder. Actually, actually, there were two cries. There was remember the Alamo and remember Goliad because the, the Mexicans had also slaughtered 400 Texans who had surrendered at Goliad. Uh, and so Goliad kind of gets left out of the whole thing. Yeah, because that's hard to say. Well, also, they There's surrendered. There's no gas stations named Goliad. Well, also, they surrendered as opposed to fighting to the death. Sure. So remember the Alamo, remember Goliad. It's just remember the Alamo. But okay. But not anymore. Not anymore. No. We're just, we're just going to remember. Um, uh, we're going to just remember San Jacinto. Sure. Okay. Uh, all right, so the, uh, the next question that we have is, uh, which tip of Texas are you? Because um, <laughs> Texas is kind of a pointy state. Texas is a pointy state. I'm from one of the non-pointy parts. You're, well, I'm from one of the gentle curves. Gentle curves of Texas. Yes. I'm from Houston. Uh, deep you know, in the gentle curves of Texas. Deep in the gentle curve of the Gulf Coast. Yes. It's not um, even really in Texas. Well, it is. It's certainly more in Texas than other places like, say, Austin. Which, or, is, which is really in Massachusetts. Well, Austin is really like what happens if you like carve out part of Silicon Valley and then stuck it in the middle of Texas and put our ignorant state government there, but then surrounded it with a bunch of really smart people. So it's Willie Nelson's bus. Yes. Okay. Got it. So, uh, so what are the other pointy bits of Texas? Well, there's El Paso. Yeah, that's uh, point. That's where Beto's from. That's where Beto's from, and, and El Paso is actually. Uh, so there's a city east of Houston, uh, west of the Pecos. Yeah, there's a city east of Houston, but west of Louisiana called Beaumont. Yeah, it's actually closer to Chicago than it is to El Paso. Well, right, because because as every uh, Texan likes to point out, Texas is what big, big. Because everybody likes to talk about Texas. And yeah, the other pointy part, I mean, you get the, the panhandle up there with uh, Amarillo and sort of Lubbock, I guess. Lubbock is a is a is a Lubbock is a place. Uh, there are four <laughs> shout out to Lubbock. Yeah, there are four things to do in Lubbock: eat, drink, gamble, and fornicate. I've <laughs> done all four, and let me tell you. There's really still that nothing good to do in Lubbock. Was a little iffy there in there's Lubbock. Still, there's still nothing good to do in Lubbock. What was that armadillo's name? <laughs> I was there for a, a TCU Texas Tech game. That sounds right. So I stand by my statement. Okay. So I guess the last thing that we really need to know about Texas is why is Raphael called Ted and what are his chances there? Okay. Raphael is called Ted because, as you know, Texans won't uh, elect a Mexican. Right, except that he's a Canadian. Well, and a Cuban, but he well, sounds... Well, his father's a Cuban, he's right. a Canadian. Right. And his mother's a Delawarean. Yes, but it sounds really ethnic. 
Cruz. His last name is Cruz. Right, but Raphael. Raphael sounds like a, a medieval painter or some kind of wussy Italian guy. Zero chance anybody in Texas knows that Raphael was an Italian Renaissance painter. Okay. Raphael sounds like a Ninja Turtle. There or some you kind go. Of wussy now guy. we're talking Texas. <laughs> so, uh, it, what are his chances? Um, I hate to say it. He's going to win. He's probably going to win. And let, let me just be clear. I would trade Heidi Heitkamp for Ted Cruz. Yeah. If you could tell me that Heidi Heitkamp would lose, God bless her. She's probably a great person. But if you could tell me that she would lose, but we could beat Ted Cruz and get his elaginous, gelatinous face out of the Senate, <laughs> I, I pretty much think that we would take that bet. Do you think that Ted Cruz uh, should discouple his lips from Donald Trump's ass before or after he talks? Well, I think it would probably benefit him to do it after uh, he talks because then we wouldn't be able to understand what he's saying. But um, <laughs> unfortunately, he's decided to decouple and then talk and, and have it be understood. And let me just let me just point out that Ted Cruz... Lion Ted. Lion Beautiful Ted. Ted. Beautiful Ted. Texas Beautiful Ted. Ted. Beautiful Ted. Yes, he is a national championship debater. He's very good at the debate. Yeah, and he's actually funny. Like, he I, I, if he wasn't such an asshole, I'd like the guy. But look at him. He's reading fucking green eggs and ham on the center foot. You just want to punch the guy. You ever look at somebody and he's just his face is like, punch me. I'm he, like, ah. He's Ted. honestly, he's the Sidney Crosby of the Senate. Ted Cruz makes you steal his lunch money. Like, I didn't even want to steal his lunch money. And then he came up to me. He's like, you need to punch me and take my lunch money. Like, that's what he looks like. He is a I don't even need lunch. He is a master debater. Yeah. No, no, that's that's not. Yeah. Hey, Thank yeah. you for playing. Yeah, there you go. Hit the sound effect. All right. Is that what you, we asked you a lot of questions about Texas. We give you 10 seconds uh, to talk about Texas. All right. Texas. Houston's great. Austin's fun. El Paso is way the hell out there. Brownsville is a great place to go get drunk and cross the border. Fort Worth is a nice town. Dallas is a hole that should be wiped off of the earth. Hashtag Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks. All right. You want to take a break? Let's take a break. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with the third half of the show. You're listening to Chip Chat here on Ripped Radio Network. Three halves. Huh. I think she called out my name. I think the bitch lost her mind, called out my brain. Uh, it's time to wrap up and change. None of these little faggy bitches is really in my lane. No, I murder everything on the fucking track. All these bitches whack, that's a fact. Get the fucking stack. I multiply it, then I bring it right back. All you bitches better bow down, get intact. Woo. I'm the man, keep a fucking band. Everything I do, bitch, I don't got no hands. Don't worry, they call me Little Wayne on the fucking mic. And I'm Nicky Lewinsky, bitch, I'm too right. Too nice, too ill. Tell these niggas to pop a pill. And when I come through, I give these niggas the chills. It's just icon. You get it piped on. If they say my last name, well, they need a right arm. The right arm to the left arm next to If I got a problem, yeah, you know I'm gonna next to Next to see with ecstasy, then extra pill. Let these niggas know that I am the one that's real. I'm the best, no, I'm the beast. When they come through, you know that I'm on fleet. All these little faggy bitches, you know I eat. All of these bitches down, master feet. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I got it. So y'all thought y'all was gonna sneak this That's and I wasn't gonna come back. Whoa! Drop that shit. Ah! 
I invest in the fucking lane. No, I'm really just the best in the fucking game. Tell these niggas what they hell up and see me then. I got a problem, I'ma meet you where we in the bin. I'm talking fight out. Niggas on the Friday 13th when the sky out. I'ma give them hype out, no hype out. Let that lunch out. Get the lunch out. All right, welcome back to Chip Chat here on Rip Radio Network. I am your host, Chip. With me is the Texas Tip. Tip up. There you go. Thank you for uh, explaining everything about Texas to us. Now we don't have to go there. All right, now we've come to the part of the show that's called Dude, Seriously. Dude, Seriously? Yeah, Seriously. A mailman on his Coopersburg, and we haven't figured out where Coopersburg, which state it's in, but we're just going to guess. Missouri. Uh, I'm thinking south. Yeah, somewhere. We know the weather's warm. That's right. (laughs) On his Coopersburg route last month, asked a woman to use her apartment bathroom, and she let him. And when he came uh, back out, he was naked except for a mailbag covering his genitals, police said. James A. Gonzalez, 45, the mailman, briefly exposed his genitals to the woman in the uh, 2 p.m. September the 7th encounter before putting his clothes back on and leaving her Fairmount Street apartment, according to the police arrest affidavit. Special delivery package for you. Right. So obviously we all know the like the thing about mailmen and you know the, the housewives and the blah 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 and who's your father and all this stuff. Okay. After investigation of the mailman, whom the woman knew only as Jim, Borough Police October second charged Gonzalez of Teresa Drive, blah blah blah, with indecent exposure and harassment. This might be Pennsylvania. I see Richland Township. That there sounds you like go. a Pennsylvania place. Could be. Uh, Gonzalez had been the woman's had been the woman's mailman since 2012. Police said she described him as having quote a lot of tattoos on both arms and always had both his sleeves rolled up on his postal uniform. The affidavit said, "Sun's out, guns out." That's right. When he came to the woman's door and asked permission to refill his water bottles and use her bathroom, she allowed him in because his face was familiar. Police said, but quote. He emerged from the bathroom completely naked with his mailbag hanging in front of his genital area, the affidavit said. The woman saw Gonzalez uh, and walked away to the front of her apartment. Several minutes later, when she attempted to walk back, several minutes later, when she attempted to walk back to the rear of her apartment, she was met by the mail carrier in the area of her bedroom. At that point, the mail carrier moved the ba- the mailbag to the side, exposing his genital area. I got some questions here. Gonzalez did not touch the woman, according to the affidavit. Coopersburg police said they talked with postal officials to determine that Gonzalez was the mailman for that part of the borough and had been a local mail carrier since 2004. Uh, Gonzalez <clears throat> said he occasionally asked residents on his mail route to let him refill his water bottles or use their bathrooms which is a normal thing that mailmen do. He said he was in the woman's apartment on September 7th but did not expose himself. A preliminary hearing on the charges against him was scheduled this week in front of the district court. All right, I have a couple of questions. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> couple. one, he, he claims he didn't expose himself. So my guess is now we're going to have a lineup. Yeah, right. <laughs> of, yeah. Of, to see of if she can men. identify it. Yeah, that's right. That, right. That. One. Two... She went to her kitchen, spent several minutes there, and then returned to the back of her apartment. Did she think the naked mailman was just going <laughs> to magically disappear during that time? Maybe he was going to realize the error of his ways and put his clothes back on. I mean, did she think he was an illusion? Like, you know, she, was she tripping? 
Was she like, was she on the weed? And she like, this is just a the figment weed? of my imagination. <laughs> yes, it was a, right. It was an imaginary. Was she riding man. the white pony? Yeah, she was on the boat, man. And the mailman was bringing the captain. Like that, yo, what the, dude, seriously? Also, I'd like to know how big of a mail pouch it was because that Apparently is going to quite an impact. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, I mean, mail pouches are pretty good size. So I'm thinking that this gentleman, you know, had quite the package to deliver. Yes, quite the package. Yes, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that, I mean, I, is, is that too big for a free two-day shipping by Amazon? I, right. I don't know. I, I, I asked these things. Was it Prime? Yeah, well, right. I, I guess. That's what we'll find out in the lineup. These are all good questions. Okay. So now we're going to play the game that everybody waits for at the end of this episode, of every episode. Florida or not? Okay. I haven't read ahead because I want to play this game That's right. just you like our three listeners live. do. All three of them are going to play this live. Shout out to the turnip. That's right. A man set a house on fire Tuesday night when he tried to kill spiders with a blowtorch. Now, that could just be the whole story, but there's a... Oh, there's more. Okay. Only a little bit more. The man, who was the only person home at the time, found the Black Widows among the world's deadliest arachnids when he was house-sitting for his parents. Oh, mm. it was his parents' house. Wasn't even his house. Is he... Do, wait, wait, wait. Is he like one of those 400-pound guys who lives in his basements and hack not, the elections? It's not clear. Uh, the second story and attic were damaged from the fire, but he was uninjured. Oh, okay. thank goodness. Okay. Uh, about 30 firefighters responded to the two-alarm fire, and they were able to put it out quickly. 30 firefighters! Well, I mean... How I, big is this house? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, can we see this from a distance? I mean... <laughs> Did they not have anything else to do? Well, I mean, you know, you want to respond quickly to, uh, you know, a raging inferno. I mean, was it a townhouse? Were there other houses threatened? Was it a disco inferno? I don't know. Firefighters <laughs> have not determined the exact cause of the fire, but it was assumed to be caused by the blowtorch. Yeah, I, I feel like that. <laughs> it's I feel a pretty like, good bet. Look, look, let's let's go back to the, the my favorite movie about firefighters, Backdraft. I don't think you need Robert De Niro as the fire investigator to come up with the cause of this fire. I don't, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think you need uh, whichever Baldwin. Was it a Baldwin brother? I think so. I think it was a Baldwin brother. I don't think you need a Baldwin brother as a fire investigator to come up with the cause of the flyer, fire being the blowtorch. Fire department uh, could not be reached by the Daily News for comment. Quote, please don't use a blowtorch to kill spiders, said the city firefighters. Pro tip. Yeah, some social media users joked about the man's method of killing the spiders, Rochelle, who goes by the handle whatever on Twitter, said, Oh, yeah, this would be me. I'd drop the blowtorch in the middle of a hysterical spider dance and probably set myself on fire, too. No! No, no, no. And Just I, go away! Like, the spiders aren't going to chase you. And Just honestly, walk over to some other place and be like, No! Honestly, the blowtorch is an incomplete tool for this job. What you really need is a blowtorch plus a can of aerosol deodorant so you can make a flamethrower. Right. Because this is, the blowtorch, you got to get too close to the spiders. This the is not the first incident of its kind earlier in January. A man in Redding, California, set his apartment ablaze while trying to kill a wolf spider with a blowtorch. Okay, so is the spider blowtorch guy in Florida or not? Well, there were several key clues in this story that I think may have tipped me off. 
Uh, it was reported by the Daily News. That sounds like a New York newspaper, but they could be reporting on anything anywhere. Right. Um, but I am going to go. I feel like I've heard this story before, but I'm not sure. I am going to say this is not Florida. Saying Florida or not, we're asking the audience. We're getting a poll of the crowd. Okay, we got to vote for Florida. Nah, nah. We've got nahs, three no's three and, nahs one yes. and one Florida. Fresno, California, baby. Oh, yeah. It is a nah. It Way is to go. not Florida. Well, all right. That means we've come uh, to the end of the show. Yeah, I feel like Florida would have had an actual flamethrower, not just a blowtorch. If it had been in Florida, it would have been uh, 30 firefighters responded to a five-alarm fire when a guy used a blowtorch to fight off an alligator that also had a blowtorch. There also may have been a gator involved. Which may or may not have been on meth. Right. Okay, so you hear the music. That means we've come to the end of the show. We want to say thank you to Ishtok for warming up the studio for us. We want to say thank you to the Texas Tip for filling in for us tonight. Uh, thanks to NOTN for keeping us on the air for another week, we assume. Thanks to all of our radio partners, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, maybe Deezer. We got a note from Deezer that we might be on Deezer. I thought Deezer got bought by Stitcher, but whatever. Should we thank our sponsors? Sure, go ahead. I'd like to thank our sponsors. There you go. Uh, and, of course, thanks to our family here at Rip Radio for making us sound as smooth as the mooch. All right, where can everybody Yeah, where can everybody get you on, on the social medias? They can find me at Gravylicious13. That's at Gravylicious13. And you can find me at Chef Chip on Twitter, except unless you are Corey Stewart, who blocked me. Who blocked Coward. me on Twitter because he's such a fucking snowflake that he can't handle me making fun of the fact that he's bad at campaigning. I Hashtag wasn't even snowflake. calling him a racist or any of the other shit that he is. He's just bad at campaigning. Corey Stewart, you snowflake son of a bitch from Minnesota. You always call him a snowflake. I No, I always call him Corey from Duluth because he is. He's from Duluth, Minnesota. You're not confederate anything, you idiot. Corey Stewart, you snowflake all right you can find the show at chip chat or you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash rip chip chat and you can find us every thursday night here on rip radio network i'm chip that's the texas tip you've been listening to chip chat on ripped radio network yeah boy Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.